morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. Fourteen twenty in the morning for this Friday, January the 13th, 2023. Thank you for making us a part of your morning. We're here six days a week for your listening pleasure. Something for you guys to uh, banter about the water cooler throughout the day. Uh, anyways, today's show is brought to you by Collectible Exchange and CollectibleExchange.com. Use promo code 1420 at, or 1420CX at com and get yourself 10% off your sports memorabilia or collectibles uh, for your man cave or your woman cave or whatever it may be. Anyways, uh, it was announced yesterday that AAA Baseball, uh, well, Major League Baseball, told AAA Baseball that they're going to be using the automated strike zone uh, this upcoming season. Uh, They're going to be using it in two separate ways. One way they're going to have the entire game will be called uh, using the the automated strike zone. The the umpire behind home plate will have a headset on or uh, an earpiece or whatever it may be. They'll tell him what the pitch is. He'll make the call. He'll do all his fancy stuff back there, Jack. Uh, uh, Leslie Nielsen naked gun style back there making the calls and then they'll do it one way that way the other way they're going to do it is a tennis style where a, a batter can challenge a call or a, or a catcher can challenge a call I haven't done a ton of research on how many ch- challenges there, there will be throughout the game but uh, they're, they're going to use the, the tennis style technology which I find amazing how they can get those calls overturned so quickly in tennis the amount of cameras and and, and everything else that must be used to get those calls the way they are it, it's unbelievable to me and how it's going to, to cross sort of baseball I'm not exactly sure but that, that's we'll, we'll talk about that in a second uh, I think it's a, going to be a, a good thing for baseball I'm a bit torn um, I, I like the second way of doing things a little bit more than the first way I like the challenge system a little bit more because it's an imperfect system the the uh, the automated strike zone that you, you if you watched any minor league baseball or, or followed it uh, on on Twitter or whatever it may be that the automated strike zone was not perfect there was a lot of times where the umpires like dude I'm just doing what they tell me they, they told me it was a strike in the uh, in my earpiece i gotta make the call i gotta do this i gotta do that and so that was an imperfect imperfect system i like that this this technology that's out there that not every pitch is being decided by a robot i like baseball and the fact that it's an imperfect system it's an imperfect game and that's that's what kind of makes it perfect i I like that there is the human element in baseball a lot more than the other sports and uh, errors happen uh wild pitches happen bad pitches happen bad pitches happen that end up uh going over the fence because it was out of the strike zone or was in the strike so that he didn't the pitcher didn't like it i i like the game the way it is now i'm a bit torn with the whole automated strike zone i'm, I'm really torn i've always been torn with the um the uh challenge challenge calls on the, the bases and and the like uh the, the thing about baseball that makes it uh great that way is that on a on a tuesday afternoon when you have the kansas city royals playing the uh, Aaron from Brutaliana Sports, Baltimore Orioles, and a game that doesn't mean a whole bunch. Uh, you have a maybe a call that goes the wrong way for one team, or a pitch that goes the wrong way, and you can that can be a discussion afterwards. And geez, that that pitch really turned turned the game around because it, it could have been a, a three and two pitch, and all of a sudden, or, or two and two pitch, and all of a sudden it's a three and one pitch, and that changed the way a pitcher's uh, outcome goes and the way he attacks that next batter. So that's the one thing I really like about baseball is that one pitch can set up the next, and it's an imperfect. System. 
system. In general, these umpires are really, really, really good. Like, you, yeah, you have the Alfonso Marquez of the world, and you have the the Angel Hernandez of the world, obviously that that uh, that aren't the, the best, but they're they're still really, really good. I mean, we don't have the uh, Eric Gregg situation back. It was a '97 playoffs uh, with the, uh, the Florida Marlins where he made himself a name and Levan Levon Hernandez a name back then, but he was calling pitches in the uh, in the other other batters box strikes, and it was a uh, blatantly obvious the calls were wrong but that it's uh that was a bad one obviously we, we, we don't have guys in, in baseball like that anymore because baseball does have for e every game there is there is pitch tracker that they do get graded on they do go downstairs or afterwards or whatever it is and they, they do find out that the pitches and what their percentage is and they get they get graded and they get told okay you're good on this bad on that and it's a learning tool uh actually the other day when i had blaze levey on the hey blue um um uh, hey blue umpire podcast he was talking about that before we came on the air where uh the, the pitch tracker that they had in the west coast league it was a good learning tool he didn't think much of it during the game he wasn't too concerned about it during the games so you go out there and you call balls and strikes to the best of your ability but it was a good learning tool after the game say okay you can work on this you can work on that you're, you're missing this pitch you're missing that pitch and i think that's good that that, that part of, of the technology is good for baseball but be, uh having that uh, on a full-time basis where the the pitch is always called right i mean there's uh, not it's not very often where, where a, a game is uh called uh, uh, decided because of a pitch that that's like I watch hundreds of baseball games a year I'm part of the I'm part of the game a lot it's not very often where, where a single pitch can can change the outcome of a game it yes it does happen the Kyle Schwarber situation with the Phillies in the ninth inning I can't remember who they, who they were playing he he was really upset uh, there was a strike three call to end the game that could have changed the game there was guys on base and, and the like so it, it does it does make a difference there's no doubt about that um, that's the one thing I like about baseball uh, not the one thing I like a lot of things about baseball uh, but but the, the thing that that makes it uh, perfect is is it's uh, it's is it is the mistakes that happen. This technology, I don't know how good it good it is. Uh, it's obviously going going to be very good because there's millions of do dollars on the line every night because of, of championship implications and the like. Do, do I like replay? No, I, I like the impracticalities of, of the game, like I said. But the problem you got is that um, when you get to say if the Yankees were in the, in the the World Series and there was a base loaded situation and a pitch that's uh, six inches off the plate gets called a strike. I'm sure I would be pretty upset uh, because the umpire wanted to go to across the to stands or to Billy's or wherever to to have a good time. But it uh, I, I I don't know how much I would I I I like it by them having. Um, on a daily basis, I, I get it. You, you want the calls to be right, and you want the the system to be perfect, but that's just not the way it is. And getting the calls right is it's hard. But like I said, these guys aren't bad umpires. They're not bad. Like in general, they're they're really, 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 really good. There's guys who who don't get any. There was one guy he got uh, he had a hundred percent call rate. I can't remember his name uh, earlier on, or, or it was last season. But then you had the guy that, that umpired that one Jays game, and he was about sixty eight percent. He had a rough night. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, a, I'm against it in a certain way because I'm a baseball purist and I like things to be the way they are and an old man get off my lawn and everything else. But I guess you can look back and how, how things have changed over the years. Uh, we used to, to ride uh, ride horses to work and the like, right? So now we take cars and we get there quicker. So things things do change. Uh, will it be a perfect system the first year? Probably not. But I'm glad that they're trying it in AAA first um, and making sure, because these guys in AAA are obviously very good too, and they're making sure to get, get, get all the bugs out because it's coming to Major League Baseball no matter what. The fans are clamoring for it. The networks are clamoring for it, and I don't know what the deal is there because if you don't like baseball, you don't like baseball. I don't know how many more fans they're going to get. 
by changing this. I don't know how many fans they're going to lose by changing this. I mean, I'll still watch no matter what. And I, I don't know what the end result is and, and why they're deciding to change it. I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure why. Uh, I'm I'm the one who watches baseball on a daily basis. I'm the one who spends money on the MLB.com, the MLB app and the, and the like, and and buys tickets and buys the memorabilia. So I, I don't know what, who, who's, who's asking for this change. Is it the players? Is it the Players Association? Is it uh, major league, is it the owners? Is it the networks? I don't know who's asking for for this change to to go to automated umpires. Um, we've been doing it this way for for a thousand years, so I think we should keep it this way for a thousand thousand more because it's going to be a shock to the system. I, I like I said, I'm not a big fan of the instant replay. I think it ta- like the, the calls on the bases uh, they take way too long. They have to fix that technology a lot quicker. I think that they need to have a guy upstairs completely that's just can make a call because we can sit here at uh, 1420 world headquarters down the Yankee Tavern North and we can make these calls a, a lot quicker than they are they got the they got the guys in the headsets uh, trying to get them right and wrong. I don't know why that technology is so slow and everything else. And I hope this technology that they use in baseball for the automated strike zone is like tennis. Cause like I said, that the way they can get those calls changed in uh, in a tennis match at flushing in, in at the U S open in Queens there, how they can get that technology to work so quick and how fast that those calls get overturned. Uh, it's, it's amazing to me. Hopefully baseball can get that um, how they're going to get the ups and downs and lefts and rights of, of a pitch exactly right or it's going to be a mystery to me but technology is uh is much more than the atari that i i started with back in 1980 playing uh, frogger or whatever it was back in at my back in the homeland in fort mcleod my parents basement on 22nd street so i'm sure that they'll they'll get it figured out and i'm sure it'll be it'll be fine it's just going to be a bit of a, a shock to the system uh the first year or so that uh it, 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 another thing I don't like it because it takes away from the competitive spirit of the game. Okay, there it is. I said it. It takes away from the arguments that happen. I'm up. Yes, I'm an umpire hugger. I'm an um, I, I do some some uh, some baseball, obviously, I, and I, I I don't like how it takes away from the. Um, the arguments of the game, the Billy Martins of the game, some of the greatest rants in baseball over the last few years have been the Aaron Boone ones. And yes, I'm a Yankee guy, but a lot of people like the, the Aaron Boone. That This is a ball, this is a strike, savages in the box, the whole bit. Even if you're not a Yankee guy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't like how the the uh, the robot umpires and the instant replays are taking away from that competitive spirit of the game, from the arguments of the game. I'm not saying go yell at your local umpire. I'm not saying that at all. But in the big leagues, I miss those, those days where there were the... Uh, the, the Lou Pinellas of, of, the, of the day yelling at uh, yelling at umpires and getting in arguments and umpires yelling back and the umpires yelling right back. They were giving the, 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 uh, the, the coaches, the, uh, the, 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 the beads there too. So I, I, I do miss that part of the game. I'm not saying go out and yell at your local umpire. Like I said, in little league baseball, but I, I do think that getting rid of that competitive spirit and that argumentative and the, the human error of the game is, is taking away from a, a spirit of the game. And that's actually probably driving more people away from the game because there, it, you, you get a blandness in baseball where the, the the umpire says the robot said so they said this like, i can't change that and it's you know and i'm gonna swear this early in the morning but the thing one, one good thing about baseball is uh you, me and todd hub could talked about it at the pba last year uh the the, uh, King, uh, the ccbc championships you know he'd uh he'd think i miss a pitch i'd say fuck you he'd tell me fuck you and then that'd be it right so you kind of you kind of get you, you miss that part of the game and it's i'm not saying go yell at your, your local umpire like i said but the competitive spirit of the game is being taken away from from technology do i want the calls right yes would i be upset if the yankees got screwed because of a bad call that that could have been overturned with technology yes 
but that's part of the game. That's what, you know, what. at the end of the day, it's a game. Yes, it is a business for first and foremost, but it is, it, it is a game. And I, I would miss that part of the, uh, the whole ordeal. Anyways, that's my rant for the day. As I have one Monday, th- Monday through, through Saturday here at 1420 in the morning, brought to you by collectibleexchange.com. Anyways, on this day in 1968, Bill Masterton suffers a massive head injury in a game versus the Oakland Seals while playing for the Minnesota North Stars. Masterton would pass away two days later from the uh, the injuries uh, to his head, becoming the first and only player to 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 this day to die from the injury that uh, suffered on the ice. The Bill Master Trophy was uh, putting his name later on uh, for perseverance in hockey and sportsmanship and the like and dedication to the game of hockey. It's the only guy, and I can't imagine the guy who uh, I, I had his name written down here, but I won't get into that. But the guy who uh, who collided with Master Master to to cause that injury to cause him to die, I can't imagine how he would have felt afterwards. You remember back then, nobody wore helmets at all. Back then, you you wonder how they they would they would play hockey and the way they're going around now. Like I think the last guy to not wear a helmet was uh, Craig McTavish, if I if I remember correctly. But anyways, so Bill Masterton passed away or got the injury that suffered that suffered the injury uh, the, the his his death later on two days later. This day in in his in uh, in history and uh, geez, I'm stuttering right now I'm trying to get through this before my time's up. Anyways, happy 61st birthday to Kelly Rudy, born on this day in Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, Rudy, former Medicine Hat Tiger of all things, played 16 seasons in the National Hockey League with stops for the Islanders in Long Island, Los Angeles, and San Jose. And who can forget his 1993 run with his little blue bandana, baby blue bandana, remember that, for the uh, Los Angeles Kings when they went to the Stanley Cup Finals versus the Montreal Canadiens. The last time a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup was 1993. Kelly Rudy had a a hand in that on the negative side of things. Rudy's now a, a broadcaster for the Flames. He's the color guy uh, on Sportsnet West, I think. And then he does a, uh, he's on Hockey Night in Canada every Saturday on the panel and the whole bit. I'm not a big Rudy guy. I think he's a master of the obvious. Seems like a really nice guy, but he's not very controversial on the air. He doesn't really bring a whole bunch uh, to the uh, to the, the, the telecast. That, that's my opinion and I'm entitled to it. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to all the shows this week. We, uh, make sure you, you go back and listen to some of them. Listen to uh, 1420 in the morning. I'm going to try something new for 1420 in the morning on Saturday. Um, I'm going to put put a bunch of clips together for 1420 uh, of the week, best of the week for your, your 1420 in the morning. Uh, so I'm going to try something today. If it works, great. If it doesn't, we'll try something else. Sunday, we're recording um, with James Tubb from the Medicine Hat News and Nathan Ryder from the Prince Albert Daily Herald. We're going to talk some Western Hockey League for the uh, Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast. That'll be out on Monday, but make sure you guys listen to the shows throughout the, the, the week. Uh, the one we did last night, it's up now. Uh, Dave Dave and I had a really fun time last night recording the show last night. We uh, uh, just uh, thir- our Thursday shows are better than our Monday shows. I'm not saying don't listen to Monday, but our Thursday shows are always a little, a little bit better. Anyways, 1420 in the morning. Thank you for making us a part of your day. Uh, make sure you spread the good word. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, have a listen. Talk to people about our show and have a good weekend, folks. Well, and enjoy the games. We'll talk to you again on Monday morning. North Stars, North Stars with Broughton and Cicerelli. Dino Cicerelli. Remember when he went to jail for slashing that guy in the head in uh, Toronto back in the early 80s? I th- he was arrested. He spent the night. I don't the, think he did time. He, he went to, well, jail. He got arrested. It's time, man. Well, I know. Well, he, yeah, he didn't go. He went to jail. He didn't go to prison. Oh, is that, is that what doing time is? Like, it, prison it, compared to just going to yeah, jail? Yeah, doing time oh, is okay. prison. Jail is just like uh, drunk you're tank. being held. Yeah, drunk tankish. Yeah. Nope. I thought he, I thought he went to prison for exposing himself. 
<laughs> you you might know something about old Dino more than I do. I don't I don't know anything about the, that situation. I, I'm way up there in my '80s hockey players, but Dino Dino Cicerelli, this might be breaking news on the 1420 Sports oh, Bar podcast. That, uh, like during our break, I'll 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 look it up. But there we yeah, go. Yeah. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Brought to you by Seat Geek and the Seat Geek app. Use promo code one four two zero pod at Seat Geek. Dot com today and save yourself 20 bucks and you might get a whole beer out of it you'll you'll get two if you get there early one early and then one when the whistle starts dino cicerelli the following is a presentation of the belly up sports media network